Welcome guys to another episode of your favorite podcast, the Be More, Do More and Have More podcasts. A podcast that is engineered to help us think around topics and ideas that help us all to maximize ourselves and be the best version of ourselves. And this episode is particularly special because I have for the first time on this podcast, I have a guest, a very dear friend and brother of mine. I'll quickly just introduce him to us so that we get an idea of who we're speaking with and then we'll jump right into it. So Andrew is, like I said, a good friend of mine. He's the host of The Breakfast Meeting, which is a monthly gathering of people to discuss around finances, faith, relationships and life in general. He's also the founder of the Omuha Initiative. I hope I pronounced that right. An initiative committed to creating an expressive platform for men that empowers them in their roles as kings, priests, mentors, fathers, and sons. I really love that. And he is a single father of two boys, aged 10 and 7. So Andrew, welcome. Andy, as I call you. Andy, welcome to the to the podcast. Thank you very much, Sean. Hi, everyone. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Andrew and I, we, we go back a couple of years and one of the good things I like about talking with Andrew is that every now and then, even if we've not seen for a while, whenever we get to talk, we always end up talking really heart to heart. Yeah. And so I'm really excited about today's conversation because I'm sure we're going to unravel some things as we go along. So Andy, maybe you just want to say one or two things um, about how you happen to be on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like you said, we, we always we always do this thing where we exchange ideas, uh, I guess, depending on the phase in our lives we're in. And, you know, we've been talking about this thing for a while, Sha. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm excited because this is us taking it to the next level, sharing yeah. our experiences with people so that they can be more, do more and have more. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, the initial plan for this conversation was that we were going to do it on Clubhouse, right? Yes. yes <laughs> but it's funny remember. how things just happen. And um, here we are today. So it's all good. Let's, you know, let's jump right into it. So the thing we're looking at today is something I think is really, really important, but I do not think that people talk enough about it. And that is self-encouragement, self-love, mm. positive self-talk. The more common phrases that you'd hear are things like self-love and positive self-talk, but the phrase self-encouragement in particular, it's the word that is really buzzing in my head because you've heard about the book, the popular book, The Power of Positive Thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's the first time I ever encountered the word positive self-talk, positive affirmations and so on and so forth. But I don't know why I like to use the word encouragement. And there's, there's a reason why, and I guess it will come out in the conversation, but mm. what are your initial thoughts around the topic, Andrew? Self-encouragement. I think it takes it to, to a new level. When you look at it, there's self-talk, there's self-love, but encouragement gives me the vibe of I've been in a difficult place and I know I'm going to come out of it, but I need to encourage myself along that journey. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like the, I like the angle of encouragement too, because I've had to encourage myself a lot of times. For me, the word encouragement brings into the picture, the word love, like self-love, because many times when you're encouraging someone, it's like an act of love. Like you are reaching out to somebody who is maybe going through a tough place, tough yeah. time, and then yeah. you are, it's an act of love. So maybe that's why it particularly gives me a buzz because it's like directing that act of love towards yourself. You know, you, you're in you know? tune you're in tune with what the person is feeling is why you can encourage the person. So how about you get in tune with what you're feeling so that you can yeah. encourage yourself? Yeah. 
I don't know how much people actually encourage themselves. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Like mm. every now and then we have people in our lives, our friends and other people who are going through a lot of tough times and they're really broken down by maybe just discouraged that life is not working. I can't get a job. Uh, my marriage is failing, this or that. And I just wonder, especially for people who really can't get it together, whether they actually ever do try to encourage themselves. Is it like a coping strategy that most people use, even people that we consider to be strong? How much do you think people actually practice the act of self-encouragement? Um, it's not very common. When you were talking about this just now, there's this thing that came to mind about, I think it's usually called the inner witness or inner critic. Yeah. Yes. It's almost like we're always judging ourselves because we feel we know everything we're about. So many people would not want to sit down and visit the person inside because of that inner critic. But then from the outside, you can see someone going through something and say, uh, let me help you. Let me uh, give you, give you a perspective on this. You are that critic for, you're the one criti critiquing the person's process. And yeah, what you said now brings to my mind the fact that I think one of the reasons why people find it hard to encourage themselves is what you said about criticizing themselves, like like judging themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because a question that has been on my mind in the past is that why, why, why do we find it easier to encourage other people than we find it to encourage ourselves? Let me give you an example. Like I've yeah. been in this situation many times where maybe I'm feeling depressed, mm -hmm. you know, feeling a bit down, just not maybe not necessarily depressed, but just not motivated and yeah. or maybe something is going on in my life. And then I happen to call a friend or go somewhere or hear a story about someone who is going through a really tough time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm all over the person, like encouraging the person, calling the person, telling the person not to give up and all. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, a couple of hours ago, I was looking down on myself and just feeling bad. Have you ever noticed this kind of thing or does it happen yeah. to you or why do you I've think that's what happens? I've been there. I've been there so many times. And, you know, someone asked me, I, I, I had a traumatic event about four years ago and someone asked me how come I was giving them advice or trying to make them feel good about what they were going through while I was still going through my experience. Mm. And I said, it made me happy to do that. Yeah. Sometimes we want to shift the focus from ourselves to someone yeah. else so that we don't feel that pain or the heaviness that we're feeling. And it's almost like a release when we find somebody getting better from something we told them. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yes, I understand. Mm. So, you know, you brought up an interesting word, which is emotion. Mm. And I think that's one of the reasons why we find it hard to direct love and empathy towards ourselves. Mm. We, okay. we, we get emotional about our faults our, or our sad situation, you know? Yeah. Maybe, for instance, I find myself in a very bad financial spot and I'm feeling sad about it and depressed. It's more natural for me to blame myself and say, I didn't save money. I wasted money. I spent it drinking or I spent it partying, you know, and, and put yourself down. Then if it was the other way around and it was another person you were encouraging, you would say, no, don't look at it that way. You, you know, you're human. Everybody does that, you know. That inner critic is speaking yeah. again. 
Yeah, so this time around, it's easy for you to pour that encouragement towards somebody else because you're not emotionally in the same space as the person. So your emotions are detached in, in the sense that you are focused on trying to encourage the person, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's the other way around and if it's yourself, you allow all these other negative emotions, you know, judging yourself, criticizing yourself okay. to come in and that doesn't allow you to actually show love to yourself. I don't know what, yes. I, what I mean. That is so true. That the, the negative, um, the, the negativity is resident yeah. in us. Yeah. And so it shows up every time we want to confront ourselves. We're too emotional about things that have happened to us. Yeah. And I remember, I remember, um, I think it was Alicia Keys. There was a, there was a, um, there was this post she did on Instagram some years ago about how every morning she wakes up and, and looks at herself in the mirror and she just analyzes everything about herself without judging. Mm. And I feel like that is very key when you're talking about self-talk, encouraging yourself. I mean, if we can encourage, if I can encourage you, Sean, I should be able to approach myself with that same um, yeah. um, encouragement. Yeah. And in doing that, not judging myself for anything that has happened mm -hmm. and just yeah. be objective. Yeah. And you know, you, f you find out that anytime you are that way, you can find solutions easier because you're removing blame from yourself and saying, okay, what is happening? A, B, C is happening. Okay. What do we do about it? I know it's, it's, it takes a little more work than that simplicity of saying it that way, but you get yeah. what I mean. If there's anything I would like our listeners to take from this, is just the awareness that we often do not encourage ourselves enough. We find it easier to encourage others. And maybe it's important for us to be able to show the same amount of love we show to other people towards ourselves. And this in particular is for people who maybe are struggling to find that self-love struggling to switch to that mode of loving themselves and accepting themselves, not judging themselves and so on. Let me ask you this question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. How important do you think it is for survival as a human being, mm. or maybe even as a Nigerian, because <laughs> we all know what Nigeria is right now. Like oh, Nigeria yeah. is crazy. Like everywhere you turn, there's something that is tampering with your, with your mental health, with your yeah. peace of mind. So how important do you think it is for people to really, really embrace self-love and self-encouragement in times like this? I'm going to fix it on self-encouragement. Okay. You said, how important is it? It is survival. Mm. You mentioned Nigeria. A lot of people are going through a tough season. To be honest, it's actually all over the world. Um, people are going through tough times and your ability to get up in the morning and infuse your life with joy mm. is, is just key. I remember um, several years ago, Sean, you know about this. You know, I lost my wife. Yeah. That's yeah. about four years ago. That's 2020. By 2022, January, I entered that year depressed. Mm. I have a very good support system around me, but I was depressed. I was unhappy. I started to fall ill, as in physically ill. I had mm. something happening to my back. But one day, one day I listened to someone talk about uh, mindfulness, about awareness. And we've used this word several times today about awareness. Yeah. It occurred to me that I was wallowing in the pain I was feeling and it was literally killing me. And I remember the night I sat down in my room, it was dark. I, I had a drink in my hand and I shut my eyes 
asked myself, what is happening to me? What exactly am I feeling? And mm. that's what I did. I went through that journey of awareness. Mm. And do you know, Sean, that was the last day that the feeling of loss, the grief had that um, gravity on me. It's not like I didn't feel it show up anymore. I could now approach the memories and face my world every day, knowing that that had happened, it had passed, but I had a life to live. Yeah. Yes. So you, it is very important, man. Yeah. This thing you talked about, awareness, self-awareness. Oh boy. Being aware of what is happening to you. You know, some weeks ago, mm. I sent you the name of an author and a speaker. Yes, he's like Eckhart. considered. A, yes, he's considered like a spiritual guru or spiritual leader in yes. today's world. I encourage our listeners to to go and Google and search for Eckhart Tolle. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he talks a lot about consciousness and awareness. Yes. You know, he talks about some of the steps to breaking free from limiting self beliefs and bad behaviors and so on. Is mm literally like stepping away from yourself. It's almost like coming out of your body and exactly. observing yourself. Exactly. So let me give an example. Let's say, for instance, you have a hot temper. You tend to flare up all the time and you're struggling to control that temper. What this concept about self-awareness is talking about is being able to recognize that, oh, I am angry. Like you step out of yourself and observe yourself and say, I am angry right now. Mm -hmm. I tend to do terrible things when I'm angry. So even just the simple step of being aware, it gives you enough power to begin to handle that kind of situation. Yes. And I was going to say that by stepping out of yourself or by, mm -hmm. let me, let me, let, let's, I don't want to make it seem like, uh, what was that word we used to use as children, astral travel or any of those? Yeah. No. <laughs> So you are actually stepping into your situation, mm. into your reality and examining it. That's awareness for me. Mm. You're not examining it to say this is a good thing or a bad thing. You are examining it for what it is. I have yeah. a temper. Exactly. Okay. Now, what does that mean? It means that because you're now questioning your reality, mm -hmm. it means that I react this way when this happens to that person, to that person. Okay, so now what do I do about it? And you see that inner critic was always dishing out um, negativity. But yeah. when you are aware of what is happening to you, you can actually pick up that negativity and give it a new context because you are exactly. trying to find a solution. Yeah. As somebody who has also gone through a lot of trauma, let's just be very open and frank since we're talking about this, because sometimes yeah. I always tell myself that I need to stop talking about my past trauma. But you know, it's who we are. Mm -hmm. We can't we can't run away from our past. I've been through the pain of watching family breaking up as a young child. Those things hit me hard and I struggled for a long time to get a grip. And I was always either borderline depressed or going in and out of it and all that. I just found very little things in life that were making me happy. Yes. And one of the ways I was able to break free of that was this thing we're talking about. Self-honesty is like just being truthful to yourself, like saying, okay, I have a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, just admitting it alone is a mighty step because you you are now able to look at yourself and say okay you need help mm -hmm. right you need to begin to do things to help yourself a lot of people today who are finding how to break free of that cycle of depression 
The problem is that they probably are not owning up and being honest about themselves. They're not going through that process of becoming self-aware and saying, this is who I am, good or bad. Yes. And, and I need help. So I think one of the things I'm taking away from this is that to be able to start to direct love towards yourself, to be able to start to encourage yourself and talk to yourself in kindness and with good words the way you would do to a friend yeah you need to be aware of your emotional states you need to be aware of your weaknesses you need to be aware of the things that are holding you back and just be honest with yourself and not judge yourself right mm -hmm. so it's not saying that oh i have a bad temper i'm a terrible person no you're just saying that this person sean has a problem with his temper he needs to deal with it it's like almost talking to yourself in third person so in other words yeah. in the same way you would look at somebody like a dear friend who is going through something and you want to encourage the person. It's the same way you need to also look at yourself as a dear friend. You are your own dear friend. Mm -hmm. You are your best friend because you live with yourself every day. Yes. <laughs> you know? and so, so why would you now harm yourself by thinking bad about yourself and talking exactly, bad to yourself? Exactly. Would you talk to your friends the way you are talking to yourself? If you won't talk that way to a friend, then don't talk that way to yourself and then now replace the conversation it's funny, one of the breakfast meetings, the last breakfast meeting we had on the 27th of January, we talked about something I call a disruption model, a personal disruption model, where we write down what we want to achieve and form affirmations around it. Yes, nice. we, we all practiced it that day, what we want to achieve, like our life goals, and then we formed affirmations around it. And I told them about something I do personally. After, after I was done with the awareness thing, and after I questioned the conversations I was having in my head, I said, okay, it is not enough to say those affirmations, but I recorded it on my phone, mm. in my voice. And so mm. there are days that I wake up in the morning, I do not feel like connecting with the world at all. Mm. So I just put my earphones on and I listen to my voice, say those affirmations to myself. The idea is to internalize a new way of yes. thinking. Not that negative yes. perspective anymore, but a new way of thinking. Do you, you get what I mean, Sean? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. A new way of thinking. Yeah. It brings to mind the Bible verse that says, guard your heart with all diligence. Yes. Because out of it spring the issues of life. Like yes. your heart, your inner voice, your inner thoughts, that space is so precious mm -hmm. because it is so powerful. Yes. And let me give you a good example. I don't want to use the word testimony because we're not in church. <laughs> <laughs> but let me give you a real story, real life story of what happened. And you know, interestingly, it's not like this is the first time I'm doing Doing it. I discovered this secret long ago, but let me start with the most recent example, right? Mm. You know, I just moved to the UK, um, November 2022. And for people at our own stage in life, you have family, you have many things to think about. Moving to a new place is a big step. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like uprooting yourself from one farm and going to another farm and you don't know how the soil is there. You don't know whether you're going to wither away or grow. Yeah. So I was nervous as anybody would be, you know, anxious about how I was going to earn money, settle down, do all the things I need to do. And I just went deep into myself and I pulled out from my bag of tricks. I'll call it a bag of tricks because this has worked for me in the past. Yeah. And that is to just start embracing gratitude and self-affirmations. Oh so what goodness. I used to do every morning is I'll go on YouTube I'll look for a YouTube video that has these repeated self-affirmations or, or affirmations of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I would play it last thing before I sleep 
at night mm. and first thing in the morning while I'm taking care of myself and other people and it will just be plain and honestly speaking <laughs> it's almost like you just wake up three months later and you find out that everything has been going on well yes. everything has been going on fine like things just happen the first time I ever tried this was when I was working in Sokoto in Nigeria many years ago like 2008 yeah and I was I was not happy in Sokoto because that was not where I wanted to work, right? But yeah. as a young doctor, you take anything that comes. So the opportunity came to work in Sokoto and it was like a step towards building my career in the NGO, NGO line of work. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't turn it down. So I went there, even though I was not happy, I went there, I just said, look, let me just go there and do a year and leave. And I was always feeling down, always feeling like, man, my mates are in Abuja, my mates are traveling abroad. Here I am in this dusty, dry town. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but... What I did was that, especially when I'm driving, maybe shuttling between Sokoto and Kaduna, I would start playing either praise songs, like songs of thanksgiving and praise, if I was feeling spiritual, or I'd just play affirmations and positive affirmations and talk to myself. In fact, sometimes, even if there's no music playing or nothing, I would just start talking to myself. I'd just yes. say, guy, you are good, you are strong, you have strengths that people admire, you are this, you are intelligent, you are wise, you are this, you know. And every time I did that, something always changed. Yes. And when I did that for like a, a week or two, three weeks, I got a job in Abuja. And you guess see. what? I had applied for this job four times. They didn't even call me for an interview. <laughs> but when I started implementing that hack of self-gratitude, self-love, self-affirmation, talking to myself, self-encouragement, the next thing I knew was that I was called for a job interview and I did the interview one time and I got it. Now, I'm not, I'm not directly saying that this is the reason that it happened. Yes. But one thing is that I've noticed that pattern in my life that every time I'm at a tough place or rough place, once I just decide to embrace gratitude, mm. positive self-talk, affirmations, something always changes. Something always changes. You brought in another perspective, you know, right? You've said gratitude four times now. I was counting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, you're not self-encouraging if you don't become aware of where you are. Mm -hmm. And when you become aware of where you are internally, you know who that inner critic is and what that critic is saying, negative. Mm -hmm. And then you take that negativity and then you address it. But you can't address it without gratitude. Even people that don't believe um, God exists talk about a higher power or a higher force that is interested in our well-being. Mm -hmm. So they issue out gratitude to the universe, they issue out gratitude to God. Now, gratitude is key in, it has always worked for me. Just like you said, you acknowledge the good things in your life, whether they are big or small. It mm -hmm. will help you shift your focus from the negative to the positive. Because I mean, how can you have a negative perspective and be grateful for something that has happened? Yeah. And you see, they tell you to practice it because it is something, there is always something to be thankful for. Yeah. I'm going to pick up on something you emphasized just now. You said practice. Yes. So the thing is that just the same way, if you want to improve in a certain skill, mm -hmm. let's say you want to improve in playing the guitar or you want to improve in Photoshop or editing, you have to practice to get better, right? Mm -hmm. So this thing about self-talk and self-encouragement, it has to be a practice. It's not just going to be about when you feel inspired to do it, like, mm -hmm. okay, now I want to feel inspired. In other words, when you're feeling down, you practice self-encouragement. Even yes. when you're feeling good, 
you keep mm. practicing self-encouragement. Yes. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like make it a constant in your life. Mm -hmm. Make it a constant. Like me right now, I have an app on my phone called the Habit App. Okay. And I have like 10 or 12 habits that I listed because I said this year I want to practice good habits. So I have those habits and then there are timers and reminders. And then once you do it one day, you take it off. One of the things I put on that app is visualization and positive affirmation and gratitude. So maybe around 12.30, my timer will buzz and I'll remember, even if I'm doing something, I'll just close my eyes at that point in time and say, I am grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. And you know, because I want to make it like a daily habit. You have to practice yeah, to these practice things. It. You don't just wait till you're inspired. It has to be like your daily routine to mm. every day talk mm -hmm. to yourself with encouraging words every day love yourself compliment yourself like if nobody's telling you that you are a correct guy you yeah. look in the mirror and say you are a correct guy yes you are doing well you're doing you are well good you, <laughs> know? you know I, I can't gloss over the fact that you said your affirmations you started off with i am this or i am that yeah it's those are two powerful words Eckhart Tolle says that the most powerful words in the universe, mm -hmm. the most powerful words ever in the universe are two words, I am. And the guy even related it to even the biblical yes. um, account of when God said, I am that I am. Because God looked and said, what can he use to describe himself? The only I two words am. in this life that are powerful is I am. And because we are God birthed, yes. we are connected with him because we are made in his image. You cannot escape the power of I am. Okay, so let me even read something. Sorry, I, like, I'm jumping from point to point. I'm getting so excited <laughs> about this thing. But, you know, I, I Googled something and I saw this on positivepsychology.com. Mm -hmm. It says, according to research on the self-affirmation theory, there is MRI evidence, that is brain scan evidence, yes. that suggests that certain neural pathways are increased when people practice self-affirmation tasks such mm. as repeating positive affirmations daily. So there's even a science behind it. Yes. You know, forget the feels and the emotion. When you speak to yourself with kind words, loving words, encouraging words, your brain comes alive. Certain parts of your brain comes alive. And looking it back to what you said before, that even ideas for solutions to your problems will start generating in your head. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you're always depressed, sad, looking down on yourself, even when good ideas come, you will not recognize them. Yes. The recordings I told you I did about um, my affirmations, majority yeah. of them, I am spiritually yeah. attuned. I am emotionally balanced and independent. I am this. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to say it in a way that it's personal to you and in a way that you practice over and over again and start to believe it. Yeah start to live it and then you use the word visualize if you do not start from understanding your reality to and I'm, I'm building a story too as we're talking mm. <laughs> if mm. you do not start from being aware of where you are you would not be able to confront the negative conversations you have if you don't confront those negative conversations that you are having then you are not able to challenge those conversations yeah if you don't challenge them you're not able to practice gratitude if you don't practice gratitude you're not able to have the right affirmations that will take you to where you need to go mm. i it's, see the point i see the flow yes it all starts from becoming aware of where you are what am i telling myself in my head what is this thing that i've been saying even the self-deprecating jokes that we crack sometimes, they are not equally helpful. If you even look at the whole spiritual side of it, you release words into the environment when you say negative things about yourself. 
So just to illustrate the power of words, like this thing is so there for everybody to see. If you pick anybody around you, yes, anybody around you, and just start telling the person that he's an idiot, he's useless, mm -hmm. you're a failure, you know, and say it with intent, say it directly to the person, just mm. say it with all seriousness. I bet you that one of two things will happen or three things. Is either the person starts crying or the person gets angry mm -hmm. or the person gets depressed, you know, all just by your words. You didn't do anything to the person. No. In you fact, you, you probably don't even know the person. You could even practically walk up to a stranger, just start giving the person a barrage of negative words and watch the person change. Yeah. And if words are that powerful, how much more of when you now do it the other way around? I don't know if you've seen some of these viral videos. There's this viral video of this guy in the UK. All he does, he goes around complimenting people. Mm. He just, he does it like a, a viral thing, but you need to see the smiles that come out yeah. of people's faces. Even a stranger, you just tell the person, wow, you look lovely. Man, your smile has brightened my day. You know, when you say nice things to people like that, you see how it transforms them. How so much imagine more when we say it to ourselves. To ourselves. But we struggle. Even me, I'm talking like this. I struggle with that thing. I look, sometimes I look in the mirror and all I'm looking at are my flaws. Do you know, sure. <laughs> I'm telling myself, you this guy, you know, you're just, you're just an average guy. You're, you're mediocre. You're just trying. You're just imposter syndrome and all these things. But then I'm like, imagine I actually love myself and talk to myself. How much higher will I raise my head when I walk around that day? It's very interesting. And a wake up call for me that same 2022 was I had a conversation with a dear friend who uh, I think maybe she had gotten tired of where I was. <laughs> and she <laughs> said these words that, Andy, every time I call you, you're always so sad. Mm. It hit me. And mm. you know, it affects everything. It affects your relationships, yeah, your health does. and all. But I think one other thing that you, we have to um, talk about, uh, it's been on my mind a lot recently, um, in practicing self-talk and the affirmations and all, I realize a lot of people focus on getting results. Mm. They do the self-talk or let, let's, let's be specific about affirmations. They do affirmations because of a particular result they want. But mm. I think we need to be clear that this self-talk and self-encouragement is about developing a new mindset. Mm. So it is a process. It's a process that doesn't end. It's a process we practice. Wake up in the morning and you're grateful. Wake up in the morning and you talk to yourself like you're the best human being that ever lived in your space, which is the truth. Mm -hmm. And then you step out knowing that, knowing that everything you have said is true. Even though while you are driving out, someone bashes your car, it doesn't change the fact that you are the best chunk of flesh that ever lived in that space. Yeah. So in other words, it's not basing your affirmations on what you want to see physically right there in that day. Yes. It's more of just taking control of your internal environment yes. and determining that the sun is going to be shining in your heart, not clouds, not rain. Yes. So whether anybody bashes your car or whether you lose money or whether they reject you at the job application, your internal environment is sunshine all through. Yes. I, you are I, smiling I, inside of you. 
Yes. Irrespective of the situation. Yes. That, you know? that is it. It's a lifestyle. It's not results oriented. It's, yeah. it's a lifestyle orientation or let me say yeah. reorientation. I have several affirmations I've been using over the years. One of the ones that really helped me get through to the other side of my emotional state was this one. I'm always happy, positive and successful. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, I'm not kidding when I say I used to find it hard to smile, especially when I'm alone with myself. Yeah. You know, when I'm with other people, that's the funny thing. When I'm with other people, I know how to like put up that smile, be witty, make jokes, make everybody feel good. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm on my own, it's <laughs> the sad look. <laughs> See, let me tell you, I remember one time in medical school, that was the peak of it. That, that was when I was really struggling. I, yeah. In fact, I was really struggling. You know, even at one point, suicide was on the picture. Oh, wow. I remember just the way you said somebody told you and said, every time she calls you, you're always sad. The same thing happened to me. I just walked into the campus and my friend, I don't want to mention her name, but she said, you're always looking sad. Mm -mm. Wake up wow. call. Yeah, wake up call. Like I'm going around carrying all my emotions on my face. And sometimes that's what we do. You know, even if you have a smiley face, sometimes your energy, you know, we're all bundles of energy. Mm -hmm. You know how somebody enters a room and you just feel a presence. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you've ever noticed that before. Yes. Everybody has that energy. So if you're going around carrying negative energy, it shows, you know, there are some people that because they're always negative, when they enter the room, you just feel it. Mm. You just it feel that. It has yeah, a presence. It has, it has a presence. It's been lovely having this conversation with you, Andy, and I'm really excited. I, you know, before we started this, I was telling you that I don't want this to be a scripted conversation. Yeah. We're just going to throw a topic on the table and talk about it as our heart leads us. And I'm happy we're able to bring out all of these things. Yeah. Many of the things we spoke about today are things that I'm really passionate about. And that's why I started this podcast, because I'm so passionate about sharing the things that have helped me with other people. Yes. Because I hate to think that there's somebody out there going through a tough time and they just feel like there's nothing to grab onto to, to help them. Mm. And so on this podcast, we talk about things like what we talked about today, but we also talk about even real practical things. There's another episode I did about five tools that I found help one to be more productive. Oh, so yes. Sometimes and we're I'm using those tools, by the way, after oh, that great, podcast. Great. Yeah. So sometimes we'll talk about things that are real, like real practical life examples. And other times we'll be a bit philosophical mm. and I dare say maybe even spiritual sometimes. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. Thanks for jumping in on this. Thanks for honoring my invitation and, uh, and being a guest on the show. Me, so um, for those who are listening, I'd like you to just maybe share something about yourself that you'd like people to check out. Maybe a website, uh, uh, your Instagram or, or social media handles or any project you're working on that you'd like people to be aware of. Uh, maybe you could just tell us about that. So um, one of the things that really is burning in my heart is um, something I started for men the Omuha Initiative, and it's still work in progress, but I have an Instagram handle for that, uh, simply the Omuha Initiative. Okay, that's um, O-M-U-H-A. Yes. Initiative, okay. Yes, the Go background of it is um, in the in the midst of a dark period in my life, my dad called me and he greeted me using that word, Omuha. Omuha in Ebira, Ebira parlance of Kogi State, Nigeria is, it talks about a young man carrying more load than he should be able to bear. And mm. it encouraged me so much. And I wondered how many men are getting that kind of encouragement. So the mm. platform I'm building is something that I think should help men and encourage them in their roles, whether as kings, as priests, as fathers, sons, mentors, leaders in society. So that's, that's mm. basically about it. Oh, well, that's fantastic. 
So for our listeners out there, you heard it's it's the Omoha Initiative and it's a platform that basically adds value to men in today's world, men in their different roles. And I encourage you all to check it out on Instagram. And I also encourage you guys to check out the other episodes on this um, podcast. We just started, but trust me, we have a lot to do and a lot to share. And I'm really excited about the way this is all going. Yeah. Um, I can assure you guys that we're going to have more guests and, and more interesting topics that we'll be discussing. So, um, Andrew, thanks for spending time with us today. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. And um, I'm sure you'd also be looking out for, for this episode once it comes out. Yeah, I will. <laughs> All right. So, thanks everybody for listening. And as I always say, whatever you do today, just make sure that you're focused on being more, doing more, and having more because you deserve it. Thank you, everybody. 